Welcome to CME on ReachMD. This episode is part of our Minute CME curriculum. Prior to beginning the activity, please be sure to review the faculty and commercial support disclosure statements, as well as the learning objectives. Hello, I'm Dr. Sagar Lonial from the Emory University School of Medicine in Atlanta, Georgia, and I'm joined by my two colleagues, Dr. Mari B. Mateos from Salamanca, Spain, and Dr. Krina Patel from the MD Anderson Cancer Center in Houston, Texas. And we're gonna spend the next few moments talking a little bit about unmet medical needs and how perhaps the next generation of immunomodulatory agents or cell mods may help address some of that. And I think it really is such an exciting time for us in myeloma with so many new drugs and so many new targets, understanding how to use these new drugs and compounds together is really important. So Dr. Mateos, you wanna start off with a discussion on sort of your view of some of the unmet needs and where these agents may fit? Yeah, sure. Thank you very much, Sagar. And uh, definitely majority of the patients uh, we see right now are already exposed to the three main drug classes of drugs, uh, proteasome inhibitors, immunomodulatory drugs, uh, anti-CD38 monoclonal antibodies. And uh, while we are facing with these patients uh, earlier and earlier because of the combination of these three main drug classes, as part of the first lines of therapy. When we evaluate the mechanism of action of immunomodulatory drugs like lenalidomide and pomalidomide, we see how important is the anti-tumor effect as well as the immunomodulatory effect together with the possibility of being combined with other drugs. And for me, this is, well, an actual unmet medical need. The patients exposed to the three main drug classes and a new population is coming those exposed not only to PIE meds and CD38, but also the BCMA-targeted therapy. From my point of view, the new Thelmots, and this is the case for Ibertomide as well as CC480, are covering this unmet medical need. When we evaluate the efficacy, for example, of Ibertomide, in combination just with dexamethasone, in the triple class refractory population, we see how this combination is actually effective with an overall response rate around 30%. But important when we evaluate the safety profile, it seems to be better in comparison with their predecessors, lenalidomide and pomalidomide, because in the case of iverdomide, in combination with dexamethasone, the neutropenia grade 3-4 is not higher than 30%. And important because of the chemical structure, the fatigue, asthenia is much less frequent in comparison with lenalidomide and pomalidomide. Ibertomide and dexamethasone has been indeed evaluated in a cohort of patients, not only triple drugs, triple class refractory, but also exposed to the BCMA targeted therapy that from my point of view is the new unmet medical need we are going to have very soon. And again, the efficacy is observed. And because of the immunomodulatory effect, the anti-tumor effect and the synergistic effect with other partners, Ibertomide is also being evaluated in combination with bortezomib, with carfilzomib, and with daratumumab. And again, we see how this synergistic effect does exist, and the overall response rate is around 60%, and what is important with a good safety profile. So from my point of view, I think that Ibertomide in the future 
And because of their activity, together with the safety profile, it deserves to be investigated even as part of the first line of therapy. And you know that there are some trials ongoing evaluating ivermectin single agent as maintenance after transplant, but also in earlier lines of therapy in combination with bortezomib or with other drugs. Yeah, no, I think you've, you've hit on a number of really good and important points. Dr. Patel, do you do you have some additional unmet needs to add to that? Sure, thank you. Um, I think uh, Dr. Mateos did a great job um, of reviewing sort of, you know, the, the biggest unmet needs. Um, I think, yes, because myeloma is not curable, we, we need therapy consistently and, and continuously. Um, and our goal is to really get better therapies that work for longer um, so our patients can live longer. But also, I think a little bit what um, uh, Mary, we touched on, uh, we want better toxicity profiles. So, so far, um, I will say that the majority of my patients, when they are pentarefractory, triple refractory, you know, pentarefractory, they're also having a lot harder time getting through therapies because their neutrophils might be low or, you know, their counts are low. Um, they might be getting infections again and again. Um, and I think the immune microenvironment, I'm, I'm such an immune therapy person, so I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about that. I think the immune microenvironment is so important for myeloma patients, not just an effective um, you know, for infections and, and side effects, but also in terms of actually killing more myeloma and hopefully fixing the bone marrow environment where it, it stays in remission longer and maybe one day even a cure, um, you know, uh, I'm hopeful. And so the, the, the fact that these... Um, new cell mods actually give you better activated T cells and NK cells um, in translational work, as well as in some of the clinical studies we've seen, I think gives us so much hope for that need of how do we fix the bone marrow and myeloma. Um, and I think um, the the combinations um, that that we're going to be able to do in the future. Yes, there's lots of studies right now with PIs and, and CD38, but the combinations that in the future we could do potentially with bispecifics, CAR T cells, I mean, all the issues we have right now of manufacturing for CAR T because these patients, their, their T cells are just knocked out by the time we do it. Um, you know, that, that, that I think the possibilities of how we can improve outcomes um, with all of these novel therapies is so fantastic. Um, and, and it's really important that we really protect the microenvironment and the other immune cells um, when we're treating myeloma patients. Yeah, I think you both have hit on some really important ideas, and that is uh, efficacy in the triple or pentic refractory, class refractory patients remains a challenge no matter how good we think we are. Um, safety and efficacy and tolerability, particularly with chronic administration, continues to remain a problem. I mean, one of the challenges uh, that Dr. Mateos and I both experienced in our smoldering trials was tolerance of lenalidomide beyond two years. That really is tough to do. Um, and so certainly efficacy and safety, I think, are important pieces. And then um, in a little bit more abstract way, sort of building on what Dr. Patel has discussed, the idea that no single no single drug or no single class is going to get us to curative therapy, and that it really does reply, uh, require combination therapy. And when the direction our field is moving with bispecifics and CAR T cells and ADCs is immune based, anything you can do to augment the immune response, whether it's anti-tumor or anti-infection or perhaps get to limited duration therapy. And I think many of us in the field now, and, and I'm in that group, have said, 
Continuous therapy is what we do. This is how we treat. This is why we've made the advances. But recognizing that the infectious complications of continuous therapy are a challenge, the adverse event profile of continuous therapy is a challenge. And so if we can combine drugs and classes and get to limited duration therapy and get the same PFS and maybe even better PFS, that ultimately might be a win. And I think that is an unmet need that I think all of us are really hoping to see with these new cell mod classes of drugs. Anybody else have other thoughts? I know we've, we've talked about a lot of different things here, but I think the, the depth of the discussion has been really, really quite good. Um, you know, I, I think um, we're really excited by some of the clinical data that Dr. Mateos reviewed earlier. Uh, and then uh, much of what Dr. Patel has been talking about, we hope will come in trials in the next year or two to understand is there a role, for instance, for these new cell mods as maintenance post-CAR? Uh, is there a role for these new cell mods as adjunct therapy before leukapheresis? Um, you know, these are all really interesting ideas. And then, of course, the partnership with Biospecifics, uh, really, really very interesting. So I, I think we've got a number of different areas. And I really appreciate the discussion from both of you on this topic and uh, look forward to data and further discussions, either formally or informally with both of you in the future. Thank you. You've been listening to CME on ReachMD. This activity is jointly provided by Global Learning Collaborative, GLC, and Total CME Incorporated, and is part of our Minute CME curriculum. To receive your free CME credit or to download this activity, go to reachmd.com slash CME. Thank you for listening.